0: welcome to a special edition of Hardly Heroes slash HeroCast bonus. And our recording date is uh, September 26th. The name is Caleb Baldwin, of course. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. Follow my co-host and uh, producer, Eddie Cornelison, at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Our Instagram is ECHeroCast. And our Gmail is EC at gmail.com. Of course I already said the recording date. Eddie, today we're here to review season or er, season one, episode seven of what if? Uh
1: yeah, six, seven, I guess. We missed an
0: episode last week, but not uh Here's the thing, not a lot doing on either one, to be honest. Yeah, these were uh these were both kind of a letdown, I thought. Mm-hmm. Let's get right into it, and then we can tell them what we're doing for the month of October.
1: Alrighty. So, uh, so what if, okay, this was, as soon as I read the synopsis of this one, I was just like, oh man, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this one, because it's so random. And it is, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? And it's like, that's never a scenario that I ever wondered about ever <laughs> and ever would wonder about
0: that'd yeah. be like,
1: what if Bruce Banner was sleeping with Aunt May? It's like, I thought dude, it is hot, but it's like, I never gave that any thought whatsoever. So uh, the premise is like completely out of left field. I mean, you know, like what if Dr. Strange did everything he could to save, um, um uh Christine. Dr. Christine Palmer yeah and be like okay I could see that that's a possibility you know what if there was like this zombie virus okay sure zombies are popular fine i could buy that too but mm-hmm. then like what if killmonger rescued tony stark it's like those are two characters that have never shared any screen time which i guess is part of the charm of it but like still very random i will say i liked how Killmonger manipulated his way to being the Black Panther. Like, all that was pretty cool, but I just couldn't get over the ridiculous premise of it. It's like, Killmonger rescuing Tony Stark. It's like, what is he even doing there? Like, the whole thing was weird, but once I got past the premise, it was good, but uh, not great, I'll say. Yeah,
0: no. I was not heavily impressed by either of these episodes, but I will say this. Uh, the award for least, uh, least convincing voice doppelganger goes to whoever was playing Iron Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me see who that was. Um, Tony Stark. Because it was
0: uh, not Robert Downey Jr.
1: I'm going to have to control F this because there's so many names. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. Tony Stark. All right. So, he was voiced by Mark Wingert. Mm, Cool. (laughs) Alright. So, nice work, I guess?
0: I suppose?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, nothing, like I said, it was, the premise was very random. Uh, I mean, I I, I don't know. I think I said it before. My favorite what-ifs from the comics were always the X-Men. They can't do that. Um, So, you know I don't know This one was uh, Just very random And We never, I mean We never even really got Iron Man So, I guess that yeah. That happens if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark Iron Man would never happen, so
0: Dude, I'm sorry to interrupt That building is packed for Extreme Rules tonight, man
1: Well, I'm not there
0: <laughs> I know. You're reporting this, man. And I don't blame you. That card that we've discussed off air, but that card minus the main event does not look good.
1: It doesn't, and uh, I just, I don't know. I didn't have anyone to go with, and it's like the, 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 the idea that I would have to wait or sit there for three hours by myself uh, with a mask on um with, you know, like I said, no, no friends there, on a car that I'm really not interested in, on a work night, nah, not all that great of appealing, plus I just got off vacation, that was expensive, and in the past six months I've spent about a little over $3,200 on plumbing repair, all different things of course, like, none of it was uh, the same, it was all something different. I think, and it just occurred to me today, I think the reason they picked Columbus is because the Arnold Fitness Expo was in town, and they always like to be, they always did NXT when that was in town, so maybe, maybe that's why they picked Columbus this time. I don't know. But, I didn't even know it was in town until yesterday, when I saw that uh, Arnold and Shaquille O'Neal were in Columbus, it's like, oh, it's kind of cool, but... And uh, you know they were—they took a photo indoors, no masks, violating the
0: Ooh. mayor's orders. Ooh.
1: I know. I'm I know, violating the mayor's orders. Screw your freedoms, Arnold. You have to wear a mask if I have to wear a mask. Mhm.
0: Sure enough. But I'm not wearing one because I'm in my house and I don't have to. Screw your freedoms, Eddie. Wear the mask. Oh, Get my. the shot. No. Um, I got the shot. Um, the
1: other one, though, what if Thor were an only child? Again, not something I really wondered, but not the worst premise, but this was just basically a comedy episode done for laughs.
0: Pardon, pardon the pun. This was absolutely a low-key episode.
1: Yeah. This, uh... It was, it, like I said, but it was break. done for laughs, but I didn't find it all that funny.
0: Really? See, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good break, in my opinion, you know, from the... Uber dramatic and like even the downright miserable that we've gotten throughout this season.
1: Yeah, no, I don't mind that they try to comedy episode. I just this one didn't really do it for me. Everybody's scared of Thor's mom, and and honestly, and I <laughs> thought this, I thought this was going to be an episode. I think because a friend told me that he saw a screenshot of this. Is what if Ultron got the, um, the gauntlet? Apparently. What would have been a good what if what if Ultron got the infinity gauntlet, okay, that sounds like a cool episode was just like the last three seconds of this episode, so I thought it was its own episode. I guess it could still be, but uh doesn't look like it, but yeah, I'm like oh that's that's actually would be interesting. What if Ultron got the gauntlet, but instead it's just Thor partying and fighting Captain Marvels eh. <laughs>
0: Wow! Sorry, uh, the Cardinals, Rams are both three and zero, and the Niners have a chance to go three and zero tonight as well. We'll see how that happens, though. But um, oh, yeah! And, uh, apparently, that was the season finale. What? No,
1: that's not true. Really? It seemed like... Oh no, August. Huh? Not August. Thought, um,
0: nine no, episodes. You, Never right.
1: mind, nine episodes. I'm yeah, two. I was
0: gonna. There's got to be two more episodes. Yeah.
1: I was reading the. Uh, I read the number of episodes of seven, and I just assumed that that was total, but no. I see there's going to be two more. We'll see what they are. Um, don't know. I've enjoyed the series overall, but just the last two uh, didn't quite do it for me. The Killmonger, again, it, the stuff with him was okay. The stuff with him and Tony was uh, very weird, and I guess that's what What If's supposed to be, but... Again, it was just, it, it was never a question that I ever would have thought of. So, I guess that's kind of why I wasn't too interested in it. It wasn't, it wasn't anything up my alley, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're correct. Um, so with that, folks, this month, okay, the rest of this month and October, what we are going to do is on the weekends here we are going to review one horror movie a week uh as picked by each of us this week i got selection and i chose for us to review and i'm sorry i didn't give you guys advance notice i wish i would have so you could have watched with us
1: sort of well you can pause Uh, and watch it
0: now you could yes pause watch it now come back in an hour and a half uh folks we are reviewing my favorite slasher movie and one of my favorite horror movies uh, today we are going to review Nightmare on Elm Street, but let's lay out the map for what we're going to do the rest of this month as well. Eddie, what what you have picked out for us next week, and where can we watch it?
1: All right. Well, I gotta warn you. Uh, two of the three are not. They're they're horror movies. Uh, they at least were I, classified as such when I Google searched. Just, I don't like I don't like where this is headed. But go off. I don't think you'll mind it, but. They came up... I'm just trying to get ideas, and I Google searched, and I was like, okay, I, I, I didn't mind the two that I came up with. But next week, I'm going to go very traditional, very much a horror movie, and I hope I'm not... This, this could maybe be one of your picks. I don't... Oh, well, no, it's not. You already told me your picks. Uh, yeah. It could have been one of your picks, but uh, just going straight up The Shining nice dude uh, HBO max has it uh, I, I un, and I've never seen it so undisputed a horror movie I, I knew I would get no complaints from you on that one
0: yes well so that will we were we will record that on the weekend of let's see here October 2nd and third well the weekend of October 9th and 10th uh, this will drop you know roughly you know two days three days before the Premiere of the Chucky series on USA, and with that we will be reviewing Child's Play, which apparently you can watch. I believe on Pluto TV, if you, if I am not mistaken. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. So, what do you have for us for the weekend of the 16th and 17th? Well, we'll stick with Pluto TV. This is a movie that I
1: vaguely remember as a kid, but I thought. When I saw it, I thought it would be fun to rewatch it, uh, and I, let's see, I'm going to just double-check that it is, in fact, Pluto TV, and it is, and so that means it is free. It is called Arcade.
0: Arcade?
1: Yes, it's a, not from 93, it's a sci-fi horror movie. Mm-hmm. and let me just read just the the tagline deal um, or rather the intro on Wikipedia I guess is the next best thing uh, so Alex Manning is a troubled suburban teenager her mother committed suicide and the school counselor feels that she has not dealt with her feelings properly Manning and her friends decide to visit the local arcade known as Dante's Inferno my favorite book where a new virtual reality arcade game called Arcade is being test marketed by a computer company CEO who is more than willing to hand out free samples of the home console version and hype up the game as his job is depending on it. And it is. Ooh. So. It's going to be... It's a It's a sci-fi horror. It looks very scary. I still remember seeing this cart uh, cartridge... And Blockbuster as a kid. Uh, I love 90s virtual reality because that was the future in early 90s. It was all VR.
0: And uh, I'm looking forward to the bad special effects. Well, that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go you again the weekend before Halloween. So this would be uh, the 23rd and 24th, by my math. Mm Mm-hmm. Well...
1: I thought about doing the movie Area 51, but we already discussed it on here during our episode of Zoom, and I spoiled the ending, where it's like, I actually liked the movie, though it didn't get great reviews, but the ending was mm, pretty lame. Not a fan of that. But uh, I went with another found footage movie. Again, a, a little different, yeah. but in my opinion, horror I'm a big kaiju guy, so I had to incorporate Cloverfield, which uh, is on HBO Max.
0: I mean, that's obviously that's your choice. It's not a stretch, but when you said found footage, I was getting really hopeful you were going to say Blair Witch, but either way. i um, getting hopeful. Sorry, so, sorry, the Blair Witch Project, as so it were. You,
1: you wanted me to pick Blair Witch? The Blair Witch Project.
0: There, oh, there's well, a difference.
1: Okay, the, you wanted me to pick the Blair Witch Project.
0: Uh, yeah, as opposed to Cloverfield, but again, it, it's your prerogative.
1: Look, Cloverfield is a horror movie, I think.
0: I've seen it. It, it you know, it, it definitely tests the market for sure. Um, but I don't know. Either way, uh, the last one, the weekend of Halloween. No, folks, I'm sorry, we won't be reviewing the 1978 classic Halloween. And we I'm going to tell you, to. we wanted to, but I'm going to tell you exactly why we're not. We're not we're done spending money on the podcast, like, like to, to rent things. It's not going to happen anymore. So as such, Eddie will be seeing for the first time me for the millionth time, a movie that I love another Wes Craven classic. Actually, uh, this came out in 1996, roughly 25 years ago. Scream. And you can watch that on HBO max as well.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, plus we don't want the people to spend money on bonus episodes if you want to follow exactly. along and uh,
0: exactly. It's about the people. It's about yeah, the
1: people. I I sincerely hope there are no more on our on the regular on the A show, as it were. I, I hope there are no more um things where we do have to spend money on. The, I feel like the closer we get to real time, the more these movies are gonna pop up on, you know, HBO and Yeah. Um, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, for sure, is going like, to be carrying only, a lot of movies.
0: It's only going to be an issue again when we've caught up with the theaters, you know, in like three years.
1: Yeah, which in that case, we will end the podcast and goodbye.
0: Exactly, yeah, and then I'll fire myself into the sun. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Eddie, let's get right into it. We're going to dig up the time capsule here. Uh, this was released in November 1984, so... I know you weren't doing anything. You were probably in the womb at the time, right?
1: Yeah, I was three months into, I was a three month old fetus. So I'm just growing and growing into
0: what I am today. Yep. Uh, my parents had been married for two years at the time. None of my brothers had even been born at the time. Um, so that's, that's what I was doing in November 9th of 1984. Hey, uh, Give me one guess on who you think the NWA world champion was on this date on November 9, 1984. Uh, Probably Ric Flair. Yes, sir. (laughs) Give me one guess on who you think the WWF champion was on that date. Uh, I don't even have to guess. It's Hulk Hogan. Yes, sir. Uh, So I was like, you know what? Let's, you know, Springwood, Ohio. Fictional it may be. Not too far from Minnesota. Who was the AWA world champion at this time? And I looked into that, and I saw Rick Martel. Oh, wow. I never
1: knew he was a world champion.
0: Well, he wasn't, if you don't count the AWA belt. I do. A lot of people don't, for some reason. Yeah, they they were major for, you know, a little bit. Until Vince poached it, they were major, yeah. Yeah, well,
1: look... He didn't they just it was just business pal
0: oh, here's the thing though like you know we you know people want to throw their pot shots at McMahon and everything but if he didn't do it, someone else was going to look
1: Paul Heyman said he looked every or his his Vince McMahon senior looked every promoter in the eye and shook their hand and said, "I will not compete with you and I Vince, don't buy for a second. That's, yeah. That was the, that was a promo right before Survivor Series 01, sir. Are you calling Paul Heyman rem- a liar?
0: I remember that promo, but yes, I am calling Paul Heyman a liar.
1: Well, he probably lied a lot, so that's a fair yeah. assessment.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh you have no history with this movie, right? No, none. So, you know, I'm glad. See, that's why I really wanted to do these horror movies. It's like, well, you know, it's it's appropriate. Halloween's around the corner. But also, like, you know, want to pop that cherry, you know, see, you know, get Eddie to see these horror movies that he wouldn't otherwise see. Give him the opportunity to expand his horizons, as well as me expand mine. Like, I would have never seen Arcade if not for, you know, you suggesting that we watch it. Uh, hey, there's Carrie Underwood singing a song. Um, so, bro, okay, my history with Elm Street, it scared the ever-loving daylights out of me as a kid, as it probably did most kids. Uh, I appreciated it as a comedy when I was a, uh, you know, young adult, which I guess I still am, but I just appreciate the, because to me, and you know, I grade horror movies on a curve, some would say they're quote-unquote not good, maybe you're not wrong. I like horror movies and I like slashers and this is like my a number one slasher film. And Freddy Krueger is my a number one slasher. He's just got, he's so, he's mostly scary in this one. He's got a few one liners in there. Um, There is some unintentional cheese uh, that just goes with the low budget that they had. But uh, in in one particular scene, I'm sure you've (laughs) noticed, but no, I, I love this film series. I love this film. I even, bro, I look over to my right. I see a poster for Nightmare on Elm Street that I have in my bedroom. That's how much I love this film.
1: Well, let me, um, let me give a little background to people because people are probably like, wait, you've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. You've never seen The Shining. You've never seen, um, a Scream or, uh, what's another one? I, um, I've, I think original Jason, I don't think I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday I, ha- I have Thursday. seen Child's Play, but um, you might be wondering, how can that be? These are huge name movies, and I'm aware. So, when I was a kid, um, so my mom never let me watch horror movies. She hated them. She still hates them to this day, and... I mean, in her opinion, Jurassic Park is the scariest movie she's ever seen. <laughs> so she never let me watch horror movies. And as a kid, I always had it built in my mind that, like, man, if I watch these movies, like, it's going to get, I'm going to have nightmares. And I don't want that. And it probably didn't help that one day I walked in on my dad watching, um, um, I know it's. Um, shoot, it's just, oh, Candyman. And it was right as the scene where the bees were coming out of the guy's mouth. And <laughs> that was traumatizing for a young young boy. So I'm, sure. I'm just like, oh, man, all horror movies must be like this. So uh, they are not. But, um, yeah, I over the time learned that, yeah, these, uh, these really aren't that bad. I mean, it. You know, you can watch them in the theater, and you might, I don't want to say, scared is not the right word when I watch a movie in the theater. It's just, like, kind of an, an, yeah, an anxious, maybe, or, like, you know, kind of on the edge of your seat, like, whatever. Um, Or, you know, watch, like, American Horror Story, and it's not scary, but, like, there is images that are, like, very creepy looking. Like, in this season, the first time you saw the, uh, like the first time I saw, what are they called though? I don't remember. Did you watch American Horror Story this season or any season? Bro, I, I never got into it. Really? That's surprising. I
0: never got into American Horror Story.
1: There's Some seasons definitely skip because they are really bad, but uh, some are really good. I think I think you'd like them. But like there's the, uh, I don't know, the White Walker people. I know that's Game of Thrones. But you, if you watch this season, you know what I'm talking about. Like seeing that dude just pop up in the cemetery and like the way he chased after the girl in episode one, it's like, Ooh, it's kind of creepy, you know? So stuff like that, I can appreciate. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to get kind of caught up, I suppose with horror movies. So seeing this, um, seeing shining Shining's one I've wanted to see for years, but it's just one of the, it's one of those things, you know, so many movies, so little time. So I, I guess I'm going to use this month to, uh, kind of rectify some wrongs of the past and, you know, maybe next year I'll watch, uh, let's see, I've never seen Pet Cemetery. never seen, like I said, Jason could be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there'll be a few, I'm sure. Um, G- uh, Jason in Manhattan, definitely want to see that because <laughs> I know it sucks.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, man, next year you back. I want to see Halloween 3.
1: What's the Halloween... Is that the one with, like, Michael it's Myers kind of, isn't even in it? It's just, like, a TV show hypnotizes kids?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cult that, like, hypnotizes kids through the TV.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't even know... <laughs> like, how do you not have Michael Myers in a Halloween movie? Yeah, I don't know. It gets kind of
0: weird, man. Um...
1: <laughs> All right. Well, but, yeah, that's hey. uh, that's kind of my, my deal with horror movies.
0: Yeah. And let's see here. Oh, hey, real quick. This had a budget, a very small budget, by the way, even for 1984, a small budget of 1.1 million dollars. And it did it. its box office yield was fifty seven million. That's a profit line of fifty five point
1: nine. Mm-hmm. Did real well. And very well. Like, well enough
0: to spawn six sequels.
1: Yeah, and if you're wondering hundred and forty seven point two million of today's money
2: uh-huh.
1: so a big big old success
0: yes uh financially critically even it has a 94 on rotten tomatoes and you know it's back to what i said people grade these on a curve as they should and fans give it an 84 yeah i'm a little surprised critics were more uh
1: favorable of the movie
0: Um, well i mean yeah that does surprise me but um okay pardon me it surprises me that they went as favorable as they did i would have maybe put them i would have maybe flip-flopped the fan and the critic uh if i had to predict i maybe would have flipped the fan and critical reception yeah i probably would have thought the same but yeah critics loved it man Fans loved it, too, even to a lesser extent, actually. But, hey, I mean, just a line here from the Wikipedia, and I've read this before. One of the first films produced by New Line, you see New Line all the time nowadays, and it even, you know, eventually New Line became nicknamed as the house that Freddy built. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, like, the Freddy Krueger property has done a lot for New Line cinema. And even, you know, it... He holds a strong place in, uh, what's the word here, popular culture as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, my, it's funny because I guess if I did have history with this movie, it would be through The Simpsons, which did a, uh, oh, shoot, what were those called? Um, Treehouse of yeah,
0: Horrors. Yeah, Treehouse of
1: Horrors, where they parodied uh, Freddy Krueger with uh, Willie... Uh, Groundskeeper Willie. God, I haven't seen that show in forever because it hadn't (laughs) been good in forever. But, yeah, yeah, with the, um, yeah, Groundskeeper Willie. And it was kind of the same deal. It's like, burned alive and attacking the kids in their dreams because the parents were the ones to do it. Now, granted, a little bit different in that uh, (laughs) Willie was not a child murderer, and um, willie did not or uh freddie did not turn into a giant bagpipe but uh, you know it's uh, the, uh it was the same same idea but it's a good yep. episode if you've never seen it
0: i, I might think, have to look
1: i think you would like it it's i
0: mean it's on disney plus they all are uh with that let's get into the cast right quick uh first off shout out to charles fleischer as dr king do you know what charles fleischer is probably most famous for I've heard the name, but I don't know. Okay, well, Dr. King was the guy from the sleep study. Uh, he had the black curly hair. That man, Charles Fleischer, Roger freaking Rabbit.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. It's funny you mention that. I saw a tweet today. Uh, you might follow this person, too, but I won't say it, where mm-hmm. they mentioned horror movies, and it's like one of the scariest things as a kid was when uh, Judge Doom turns into a cartoon and he's not wrong. That scene's yeah. really frightening.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah, for sure. It's up there, dude. Uh, let's okay. There are seven people I want to talk about real quick. We don't have to spend too much time on any of them. Uh, let's lead off with the false start, who we thought was going to be, who you think is going to be the final girl, Amanda Wise as Christina Gray.
1: You're right. I I was glad you mentioned that because I did think she was going to be the, uh, you know, Ridley. Really? Yeah, I thought she was going to... Well, it starts off with her, so you think that she's going to be the one in the end to beat this guy, but instead she's the first victim.
0: Yeah, it's a good bait-and-switch, man. Like, that's why I love Wes Craven.
1: Yeah, i uh trying to think. Nothing else she really did stood out. She made a good corpse, if that was even her. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Could have been a uh, dummy. She did um, the line of, and we'll talk about it in the plot, but when she says... Please God, and then Freddy comes back. This is God. Oh, oh, buddy.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, you know, yeah. I, I, well, I'll get to that uh, later. But I, I did some scientific research in this movie. Um, okay. But uh, like I said, get to it later in the plot.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next up, old drunky herself, Ronnie Blakely as Marge Thompson.
1: Yeah. Good old Marge. So <laughs> um, no Yeah, I'm trying to think so I didn't have too much of an impression on Marge, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um I it, it was very concerning how concerned she was that her daughter might drown in the bathtub. That was uh, I thought that yeah. was odd. It's like I'm just it's like she warns her and then she warns her again like i just i i read story people drowning in the bathtub it's like are teenagers really drowning in bathtubs like babies sure i can understand that even toddlers
0: but you gotta be careful you can slip in the tub i've nearly done it as a grown man it's possible
1: i guess but um <laughs> by the way i saw a meme today just great yeah. timing of uh girl in the bathtub and the thing sticking out of the water is the hamburger
0: helper glove (laughs) that's pretty funny that's pretty funny man um let's see here next up introducing maybe you've heard of this guy johnny depp as glenn lance
1: never heard of him didn't go on to do anything
0: nope never did a thing uh one thing i love about this character and this is just fan theory uh and caleb theory He never admits that he's had night having these nightmares, but my impression is that he was lying.
1: I never thought about that, but I just thought he was one of those guys who was like, "Ah, "I'm too cool for this. I don't have nightmares." Maybe he was telling the truth.
0: Think about it though. Think about it this way, though, man. Like even you know our badass Rod Lane was like, you know, like yeah, guys can have nightmares too.
1: Oh, I mean they can. I've had nightmares. I've died in nightmares, and then you... It's funny, it feels like whenever you die in a nightmare, you automatically wake up.
0: Yeah, it's like a game over.
1: Yeah. I I was telling someone, I don't... I personally don't have... I haven't had nightmares in years, but if Mm -hmm. I do, it's usually something like, I'm back in school, and it's like, okay, everybody, paper's due today. And I'm like, I didn't do it. And, like, those are my stupid
0: nightmares, so... (laughs) did you like uh nick cory as rod lane for as long as he was in the movie (laughs) hey he was cool yeah he was dude he oh my god i love um when he pops in you know when glenn and nancy and tina are at tina's house and he shows up and he says hey what's going on here an orgy or something hey (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh man and then fucking uh, sorry, I I didn't mean to swear. Um, <laughs> I didn't think you did. Good, maybe you didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> Johnny Depp goes, "Yeah, maybe a funeral dickhead." And Rod immediately pulls out a knife. Hey, it's, it's like th- one escalated quip. quickly. It's one quip, and you're pulling out a blade. Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my just, god. Just guy stuff. Yep, yep, that's, yep, common. John Saxon is Lieutenant Don Thompson. <sighs>
1: I don't... So my big takeaway with him was the end of the movie, and maybe you'll have to explain it to me. Maybe I... Like... What? Well, I'll just ask when we get there. But that, okay. that was my big it, takeaway it, with, from I him. I have a
0: question about, like, the last 15 minutes. I have a theory that I don't think has been confirmed... But it's been widely suspected.
1: Okay. Well, that that might help then. Because, yes, but, I do have questions about the last 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I like... I mean, here's the thing. I like Don Thompson, quite frankly. I like Lieutenant Don Thompson. He actually shows back up in the third one, for what it's worth. Um, there's not a lot to his character, per se, but he's got a few good lines when he is in, in the movie. All right. Well, like, for example, you know, when... Uh, he corners Rod and he says, you know, back away slowly, like your ass depended on it. That's right. <laughs> okay, so do we want to go Final Girl or do we want to go Slasher? Well, I'll do Final Girl. Might as well. Heather Langenkamp. Tulsa, Oklahoma, born Heather Langenkamp as Nancy Thompson. She was an amazing Final Girl. Truly.
1: Yeah, did real like, well
0: me there's only one better than her and she uh nancy walked so this other final goal girl could run
1: yeah i um i thought a uh, couple things one i appreciate in horror movies when characters are not idiots mm-hmm. so and i did not think she was an idiot she knew her mom was lying about who freddie was uh she had all these plans to try
0: to stop them, which actually worked, so... She even, like, she even, like, with the booby traps, she inspired a plot point in Home Alone, for God's sake. Yeah. Pretty much, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, Nancy Thompson rules, dude.
1: Yeah, I was a big fan. A, uh, not that there's a Jenny Blake standard for this movie, but she'd be high.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily fair, because horror, are like, Final Girls are supposed to be, but yes. Uh, main event time, we're talking about the one, the only, a master of horror, an icon of horror cinema, Robert England as Freddy Krueger. Did you like Freddy Krueger?
1: He was okay. No, this was, a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... Um... Let me think, because I'm trying to remember how I thought in it. I'm trying to remember exactly which part was it. I think it was Tina, so it's kind of like this is um so it's kind of like in movies when the villain is like giving this big long exposition or whatever and it's like you find a way out of it or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, um. He kind of does that where he, like he has fun with the person. Yes. And then it's like, oh, he's not really gonna do it. And then it's like, yep, brutal, bloody murder. So, uh, so he toys with them and then actually like goes through with it. Like we've seen a lot in these superhero movies where you know it's like, you know, the villain will just be all talk, and then it's like. In this one, he violently kills these people.
0: Yes. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. And that's the thing. The As the series goes on, and we're just talking about one tonight, but as the series goes on, the kills get more inventive. They're not really gory, per se, but they're kind of fun, I guess. Uh, that's probably not the right term. Um, Freddy, like, he's kind of dark here. He, he's only darker in one more film. Uh, and that's the second one, even though it's not really that good. But from there, he kind of gets a little hokey, you know, leans a lot more heavily on comedy, especially in the fourth one. But uh, here,
1: apparently also Freddie versus Jason, from what I've heard, where he smokes a blunt, which sounds uh, not uh, good.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. My good buddy, Josh Davis loves Freddie versus Jason, but I'm not a big fan myself. Um, shout out Josh Davis, by the way, he made the, he made the Spider-Man three poorly done Photoshop for us.
1: Oh yeah. I got to, uh, upload that to Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I watched it today and I, I caught the woman. It's, uh, it it was not a giant sock that she was wearing, although in the looked like in the, (laughs) I saw what it was, but it was anyway, um, I, I, I have a very brief history with Freddy vs. Jason. I walked into the theater with it and I just saw Freddy as a big worm. I'm like, I'm out. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this I don't blame This isn't for me.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. The only reason I watched that is to complete the, the England series. Because after that, Robert England has not played Freddy again. They did do a remake in 2010, but in my opinion, it's god-awful. Like Even when I'm doing Elm Street rewatches, I do not watch that one. But either way... I guess with all that considered, we can go into the movie.
1: We can. I have one quick thing I forgot to mention earlier. Yes. The thing that actually got me into horror movie is uh, was actually Saw. It was. Really? Yeah, and it was for the for the longest time. Like I knew the gist of what Saw was, but I was like, I was like, this. It's very interesting. Plot like I'm really interested. I kind of want to see it. I'm like, but at the same time, it really bothered me because I knew even before watching it that the police would be in hilariously incompetent, which they were. I mean, like, let's yeah. send two police after a serial killer. Like that would yes. You'd send. You'd at least do what they did in the most recent one, which is send the whole department, even though they still screwed that up. But they at yeah. least had the right idea. Uh, but yeah, this one it was like but it was like I watched it and I was like yeah I might as well watch all these and I rented them all family video like a <laughs> dollar or two a piece yeah. and I was like well I'm kind of bridging the that and it's like the paranormal activity which I know most horror movie fans hate uh, but that was also interesting got me into it so I would say both those franchises although the paranormal activity I gave up on I think after the third one I just was like how many times can you watch a door open without anyone being behind it? So
0: it's funny that two thousands horror is what got you into horror, which I know. Is, well, I mean, I know you like Saul,
1: but, uh, I, was, I, I
0: like the first one.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they, they do get progressively more bizarre and gore porn. Um, uh, they're not good. Don't make me, don't mistake that. But, uh, yeah. Are are you a, paranormal activity fan or do you hate them like most horror movie purists
0: i don't hate the first one okay now that's not that that's as far as i'm gonna go i don't hate the first one
1: i what was okay the second one was pretty much a copy of the first one almost i'm trying to remember what happened but then the Uh, third one was was like the prequel
0: uh, yeah, I was going to say the second one follows the sister of Kate or whatever her name was. And then the third one is Kate and her sister as kids.
1: Yeah, it was, it was Kate because, uh, this was not too long after Chappelle show. And there was the skit in Chappelle show where, where, um, um, they were doing the real, the real world. And yes. they were like, Oh, we all bang Katie. And he's like, Katie's got some big titties. And, uh, <laughs> we, my friends, and I would say the same thing after the Paranormal Activity movie. Yeah, because it was kind of true there too. But
0: uh, yeah, pretty. Much.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the I remember the prequel had its moments, like with all the. But um, that was kind of where I lost interest.
0: Yeah, can't say yeah. I blame you. Um. Oh, hey, real quick. Yes, I know there's some cheesiness in there, like the first time, we actually. See, Freddy, and he's got his arms stretched out? I will admit, that is cheesy, man.
1: Wait. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't mind it because it's like... Um, it it kind of goes back... And I'm actually glad you mentioned that. It kind of goes back to what I was saying. It reminded me of, like, because Beetlejuice does that. But Beetlejuice yeah. is goofy, and you're not in any danger of being killed by him, even though he does try to kill people. But he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a horror comedy. So... Mm-hmm. He didn't kill him, but it's like, what if Beetlejuice did violently kill people? So that actually helped make my analogy from earlier, so thank you.
0: Hmm, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah, I guess we can get into the plot then.
1: Alrighty. I'm glad they haven't remade Beetlejuice, but I'm sure that's coming up. It's gotta be. <sighs> Please don't. It's so good. You don't.
0: You know, here's the thing, you don't have to watch it. And in fact, I would say don't watch it. <laughs> Um, uh, maybe
1: some, some rewatches I do and uh, remakes. I do some, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so we open with Freddie chasing this girl, Tina through some kind of warehouse and he mm-hmm. cuts her clothes. She wakes up and her shirts cut with
0: the same and pattern. Her, her mom says, Hey, either cut your fingernails or quit dreaming like that. One or the other. Mm-hmm. The thing, okay. The thing about if you, you know, even if you go to, if you just watch this one, but especially throughout the series, the parents in Springwood, Ohio, which, by the way, can't be too far from Columbus, the parents in Springwood are just terrible. Never heard of it. You know, Springwood, the fictional town.
1: I've heard of Springfield.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Springwood is the town in which this movie is happening. But well,
1: anyway. there's Springwood Apartments that are in Columbus. Let
0: me see how look, far. The, lo- so. look, some of us some of us paid attention
1: well, I know it was in Springwood, but that's like like you said, it's a fictional place.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But uh, Springwood Apartments, that and is... And
0: for what, 1428 Elm Street is in Los Angeles.
1: That's completely on the other side of town.
0: That house is in Los Angeles.
1: I actually went to a grade school on Elm Street. And high school, I guess, it was the same road. So yeah, Elm oh. Street, London, Ohio.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, our uh, our defense is getting shredded by Aaron Rodgers right now.
1: Well, that'll happen. Uh, yep. But yes, uh, we made plenty of Nightmare on Elm Street jokes.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um,
1: so, yeah, she wakes up, sees her shirt's cut. Next day at school, she tells her friends about the dream.
0: One okay. of her friends is like, oh, I had the same dream. Dude, I love this scene. Okay, she's like, Yeah, I had the same dream. And Glenn's just kind of there for the ride, you know, there with Nancy, her, or his, his girlfriend. And Rod shows up. And Rod says, I woke up with a heart on, had your name written all over it, Tina.
1: Yeah, she said, That's uh, impossible.
0: My name There's is four, four letters. <laughs> There's no room, there can't be room on your joint for four letters, Rod. Good stuff. Uh, And then it up-ears with a twirling lawnmower. That's a hell of a comeback, Rod. I enjoy good quips. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, go ahead.
1: So uh, they had a sleepover later that night. And uh, so Tina bangs her boyfriend, Glenn, and she goes to sleep. This is where she encounters Freddy again. He attacks her. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked the scene where he's hiding behind a tree, which is like a super skinny tree that you couldn't hide behind. Yes, uh, dude. and then he just pops out from it. Uh, that yeah. was good. Uh, and like you said, the stretched arms, I didn't mind because it was like, yeah. what if Beetlejuice was going to kill you?
0: So, okay, but seriously, did you did the line "This is God"? Like, did that stick out to you? It did stick out. That was, uh,
1: yeah. and it's like a. I don't think people actually. Do people actually trim hedges with those type of things? Those gardening I, gloves. I don't
0: think so. No.
1: Okay. It seems like it would work, but I've never seen them sold in like Home Depot.
0: Yeah. No. I those were uh, as you see in the first, uh, you know, the first thing you see in this movie, Freddie made those by uh, on his own.
1: Yeah, he did. I'm actually gonna go rewatch the uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors because I think. They, I don't know if it's that. I think it is that episode where uh, um, Bart sees those gloves and it's just Ned, you know, cleaning <laughs> up his hedges with them. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, Tina banks Glenn, wakes up. Um, no, bangs oh, Rod. Dude. Yeah. Bang, no, Tina banks Glenn, didn't she?
0: No, Glenn is Johnny Depp, silly. Okay, well, she banged Rod then. Yes, and that's when uh, they're they're having the most fake orgasms I've ever heard in my life. and yeah, They were big-time <laughs> fake. And uh, Glenn uh, says into his pillow, morality bites.
1: <laughs> they were... Uh, if I hadn't watched it a couple weeks ago, I would have maybe picked Predator 2 and one of my movies. Yeah. Another movie with a comically fake orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, So, uh, Freddy does kill Tina, and, like, Rod wakes up, and he sees...
0: Oh my god, yeah, this is horrifying, honestly.
1: Yeah, he sees her being, like, he sees, like, her being attacked, and being stabbed, and thrown around the room, except no one's there doing it.
0: Yeah, and she's being dragged up the wall, by the way.
1: Yeah, and it's
0: like, she's killed... He didn't see who did it, and then he just runs away. Yeah, runs away, doesn't even have a shirt on, still got blood on him by the next day. It's insane. What a coward. Yep,
1: exactly. He should have fallen asleep and helped her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because he knew.
1: So Nancy, that would be Tina's friend, uh, is taken to the police, and she gives a statement, and the next day Rod's arrested.
0: By the way, by the way, I'm sorry. This is when we figure out that Nancy's father is Lieutenant Don Thompson. Mm-hmm. And police. his mother, and, and by the way, they're split up, clearly, because Don is just not having any pleasantries with Marge whatsoever. And I don't blame him, quite frankly. I mean, let's let's rationalize this real quick. Okay, Marge, in most every scene that we see her in, she's got a bottle in her hand. Yeah. She's, got, she's clearly got majority custody of her daughter, and the other parent here is the lieutenant of of the police office. Come on. Well, he works long hours. That's no excuse, man. The justice system failed.
1: Well, you know, uh, it just occurred to me, not only does Columbus have Springwood apartments, we also have Crystal Lake apartments.
0: Nice, dude. I love I it.
1: No, just it's just popped into my mind.
0: Are they
1: on Elm Street? No. I don't know what street they're on, but it's not Elm Street. London has an Elm Street, although Columbus probably does too. It's a common name.
0: That's a common name, yeah. Uh,
1: So, yeah, they go to the police, and uh, Rod's arrested. And he tells Nancy he didn't do it. Someone else was there, but he didn't see him. And the next day in school, Nancy falls asleep in class and sees Tina's body being dragged in a body bag.
0: She Oof. Oof. Oh man, I'm sorry, just oh even this, you described it's oh
1: this is like in um Devil's Advocate when at the end when he Keanu Reeves walks out into the street and no one's there. And there's always something creepy about like how in this case Tina went or not Tina, uh, Nancy went into the out into yeah. the aisle and no one's there. It's just emptiness whereas it should be uh mm-hmm. You know, but full of people.
0: Not quite empty. There is one hall monitor who stops Nancy, says, Where's your pass? Nancy with the iconic line, Screw your pass. The hall monitor suddenly has a like a, a very masculine voice, even though she's female. And she says, no Hey judging. Nancy Hey yeah, no judging. She <laughs> says, Hey Nancy. No running in the hallway. She's got the red and green sweater. She's got the glove on.
1: Whew. Yeah. That's uh. Oh, I'll man. say this: it was quite a weekend for green striped sweaters uh, from movies I watched.
0: <laughs> what? Uh, Spider Man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, she goes. Uh, she like I said, she'd already fallen asleep. She follows this blood trail of where the body bag was dragged. She goes into the boiler room encounters Freddy. He chases her around corners, her, but clever. She manages to wake herself up by, like, sticking her arm on one of the hot pipes and mm-hmm. burns herself, wakes up, sees that she actually does have a burn mark on her arm.
0: Yeah, and uh, the English teacher, as Nancy is leaving, the English teacher says, you'll need a pass. Uh,
1: So Nancy visits Rod in prison, and he described what happened the night, and it sounds an awful like a lot like her nightmare.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And later that evening, Nancy falls asleep in her tub, and Freddy tries to uh, attack her by pulling her, like, down into the tub, like, apparently, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a bottomless abyss, kind of. Yeah, but up.
0: at some point, she has a nightmare, and she is guided towards the police department, or the jail, pardon me, and she sees Freddy walk into Rod's cell. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Glenn shows up
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's Nancy's
0: boyfriend, Johnny Depp.
1: Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I'll watch over you while you sleep. And Glenn, no, course...
0: no, no, this to be fair, this was Nancy's idea, but she, or pardon me, Glenn does go along with it, but, uh, he, he kind of falls fast. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dude. Uh, so, okay. I have a theory here as well. You hear Nancy ask, like, hey, Glenn, are you still there? And Glenn said, Glenn comes out of a bush and says, yeah. My theory is Freddie, just to mess with Nancy, incepted Glenn into the dream. Maybe. But, well, my thing is,
1: it wasn't fair of Nancy to ask Glenn to watch her as she sleeps. What's he supposed to do? I mean, just she's sit there? Even, and
0: I think She's not even putting out.
1: Yeah, but, like... <laughs> There's no TV, there's no smartphones, She's just supposed to sit there and, uh, yeah, like, in the darkness.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, don't and fall asleep. She, eventually, she gets out, wakes up, and she just goes off on Glenn, and she has a pretty good line here, <laughs> a memorable line, anyway, me and Josh talk about it all the time. Um, she's like, what do you do, you shit? You fall asleep. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, Freddy attacked her again, but it was the alarm clock that woke her up.
0: Yes, yes. I'm just, sorry. Just someone just calling someone a shit. It's
1: good. It's a good insult.
0: Oh man, I'm sorry. I just I, I adore this movie. I really do. If that's not been clear.
1: It it has. So, yeah. meanwhile, in Rod's cell, he falls asleep and he is hanged by his bedsheet to make it look like a suicide.
0: Oh, wow, that doesn't sound familiar at all.
1: Jeffrey Epstein. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Freddie got to him.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what happened.
1: (laughs) So Nancy does uh, one of those sleep studies.
0: Wait, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you're skipping over the funeral, which, albeit not important, but I'm going to say this about the priest who was overseeing the funeral and giving the eulogy, He gave one of the most inappropriate eulogies I have ever heard before in my life. What did he say? Rod Lane lived by the sword and died by the sword. His parents are right there, sir. They're mourning their son. (sighs) No? No? I mean... (laughs) Don't defend this guy.
1: No, I'm not. It's just... uh... Yeah, you're right. I just I, I forgot that that was in there and, and I just didn't pick up on it. But yeah, you're right. It's
0: really uh, it's inappropriate. Poorly worded. Yeah. Oh man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So
1: yeah, Nancy does a sleep study. Mhm. And um, rabbit. Mhm. Uh, where did I? I completely lost my notes. Um. Yeah. She, oh, and
0: she pulls she, the hat out of the dream. Yeah,
1: she pulls the hat off of Freddy. Gets attacked again, of course.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she wakes up. and I like
0: that, by the way, I like that we don't see the dream.
1: No, we don't. But it's going off on the little meters. Like, oh, she's having a night terror. Yeah. And she wakes up, her arms cut, and she's holding a hat
0: that uh, was yeah. previously not there. So she pulled it in from the dream. Exactly. Well, and that's not the first foreshadowing we've seen of that being able to happen, because if you remember when she uh, tried to get Glenn to help her in earlier in the movie, you actually see, after Glenn leaves, you see feathers from a pillow flying in the air. Yeah, that is true.
1: Feathered pillow. I never had one of those.
0: Yeah, I couldn't imagine that would be very comfortable.
1: No, I wouldn't think so at all.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why Nancy's not sleeping.
1: You know what she should do? She should go to temperpedic.com com <laughs> Promo code HEROCAS. You should, to, you should go to Casper. Ooh, Casper's a good one. Those are two, like, uh, podcast whore companies. But
0: uh, they want to sponsor
1: purple,
0: us. Yeah. Purple as well.
1: I've never heard Purple. Mm, either I way. Temperpedic and Casper. But, yeah, they want to sponsor us i All gladly.
0: Yeah, I'll gladly whore out for them. It's not a problem at all.
1: Uh... Here's where I did some research, because I was curious. What happens when a person goes without sleep? Because you can't stay awake forever to avoid Freddy, Uh, right? uh,
0: You go more than like 10 days, I think you'll die.
1: Pretty much. So (laughs) I had recently, I was on my trip with Dallas, I was up, I think, 22 straight hours, yeah. On a big son of a bitch of a layover. Yeah. And that was brutal. Yeah. So I mean most people can do one night without sleep. Yeah. And we've all we've all been there and it sucks, so we know what happens there. Uh-huh. Now if you go two nights without sleep, um it's possible that your body could completely shut down and you'll you'll have phases of micro sleep where you'll fall asleep for like thirty seconds, so probably not ideal to drive. Um, you'll get like uh, you know anxiety, um, let's see um, decreased uh, insulin and increased risk of diabetes, probably mm-hmm. not after one uh, one go. So three days of no sleep. that's when uh, you start getting some some possible brain damage. you get uh, hallucinations, uh your short term memory is affected light sensitivity what if you go 100 hours without sleep well, then you get extreme hallucinations paranoia and a lack of cognitive functions like concentration an inability to concentrate and um yeah um the because of the risk associated with it. Guinness world records no longer acknowledges this, um, because I think the world record was, uh, 11 days. So, and
0: it probably killed someone.
1: Um, well, yeah. So you, like I said, you start getting like permanent brain damage at that point. Um, uh, it can, you know, incre- you can, you can have a stroke if you don't fall asleep and, um, you know, it can, it can lead to death. So, um, yeah,
0: basically what I'm saying is get your eight hours folks.
1: Yeah. And, and here's one of the studies in the thing. It was like this dude had a, um, he had real bad sleep apnea around his 40th birthday and he was considered sleep deprived for about two years. But the final six months of his life, he was just getting no sleep every night. Not that he was going like the whole night without sleep, he would do like the whole not off thing. But yeah, it it killed him. Um, after about six months of uh, sleep apnea, he just you know died. So, so yeah, so Freddie has kind of a foolproof plan here. This was my point. Yeah, and uh, thought we'd do a deep dive on sleep deprivation. Mhm. Get your melatonin in. Yes, absolutely. I take it. I wake up a lot.
0: If I I remember to take it um, within like a nine-hour window before I'm supposed to wake up, then yes, I'll take it. I take it not to
1: fall asleep. I can usually fall asleep pretty easily, but I always wake up. And to me, waking up is like the worst because it's like if I used to wake up like two or three times a night before melatonin, I would always be tired. Yeah. It's like we got to stop that. And now I'm down to one or two maybe sometimes none so that's, that's you know, good my sleep still sucks but it's better yeah
0: so we talked about last we talked about was the sleep study scene and Nancy pulling the hat out of the dream
1: yes well you know go to sleep study if you have a sleep apnea that's what it reminded me to do exactly yeah so the next morning Nancy yells at her mom asking who this Fred Krueger guy is cuz the name was written in the hat Yeah. And Nancy's mom won't tell her because she's a bitch. I don't know.
0: Well, well, she probably doesn't want to bring up, hey, by the way, we killed someone. Yeah, he deserved it. I mean, yeah, it was a filthy child murderer. And in some scripts, he's actually a a pedophile. But but yes. Mm
1: -hmm. So um, later on, she does tell her who he was. And he was a child murderer who was released from prison on a technicality. Uh-huh. But uh, the parents on the street on Elm Street trapped him in a basement and burned him alive, and now Kruger is seeking revenge and
0: through the had, night of the children of Elm Street.
1: Yes, and I I had I had to pause here. I'm like, wait, well, no, stop, Freddy Krueger, stop. <laughs> I've never seen Jason, but I I get it, you know, he was a uh, you know kid that drowned. Well, the counselors were having sex or something like that, right? Yes, yes. He's allowed to have revenge. Freddy, no. You're mm-hmm. a murderer. And because you were murdered, <laughs> you don't get to have revenge. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, I you're, feel not, like you're not allowed to have revenge.
0: You are, uh, okay, so... And I'm not saying, oh, we need to make Freddy Krueger a sympathetic character. He's inherently not sympathetic. But... I feel like it would be more interesting if they're like, oh, they got the wrong guy. Possibly, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. it would be... Okay, so like I mentioned, my gas was stolen. It was stolen twice now. Uh, I and, and I believe me, I'm planning on fixing the way to lock the garage. It does lock at the moment, but please don't rob from me. Uh, but I've replaced the gasoline. I put water in the tank. So Oof. If, if you put water in your tank, in your you know, lawnmower, it will not be good for it. This would be like, let's say it's my next-door neighbor, just hypothetically. He's not allowed to bang on my door and be like, Hey, you owe me a new lawnmower. <laughs> Why? Well, because I stole your gas and, uh, you know, <laughs> and I put it in my tank and now my mower won't start. Oh no. that's That would be what Freddy Krueger's doing. No, you don't yeah. get to have revenge, Freddy. You were the killer. You, you should have gotten the death penalty, so you did now, and now you don't get to have revenge. He's an evil guy. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Nancy then calls Glenn and proposes a plan to kill Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Pretty good Uh, plan, by the way, too. Yeah, it works. So, Nancy calls Glenn, but uh, Glenn's dad won't hand the phone over.
0: Oh, my God. Bro, I love Glenn's dad. He's just well. Glenn can't come to the phone. He'll talk to you tomorrow. You just got to be firm with these kids. You know what? As a matter of fact, and he just takes the phone off the hook so she can't call. Oh, good old times when that was yeah, a thing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I remember growing up in the you know the late '90s, early 2000s, and you know not being able to, for example, and everyone you know cites this, but not being able to use the internet and call someone at the same time.
1: Oh yeah. That was the thing. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Glenn uh, falls asleep because he had never, he supposedly, he had never been attacked by Freddy in his dreams, but he falls he was, asleep <laughs> and he is, like, sucked into his bed.
0: Okay, this is iconic, but also one little tidbit I want to throw to you because you may not have caught it. Um, it's just, it's in the background, but as, you know... Glenn's listening to the radio as he's uh, falling asleep. The station he is supposedly listening to, listening to is KRGR.
1: What's that? Oh, Kruger. Yeah, I get
0: it. Vowels, yeah.
1: Well, sorry, but stations like, that start with K are west of the Mississippi, so this well, could not have been Ohio.
0: It's just Freddie making a joke. That's all.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm still correct in that KRGR. It has to be west of the Mississippi.
0: Well, I don't Lop. think Freddie is concerned with that because he's dead.
1: I'm just like, I'm just giving a tidbit that. for all the listeners out there.
0: Fair enough. I appreciate you know, that.
1: Stations that start with K, west of Mississippi. Stations that start with W, east of the Mississippi.
0: Fair enough. So you'd be a K. I'd be a W. Yep. We have uh, KRIG over here in Oklahoma.
1: Mm-hmm. In North- uh, Oklahoma, rather. And we would have, um. Well, anyway, he gets sucked into his bed, and um, it's like me <laughs> on a, uh, like my alarm goes off. I just want to like, your alarm goes off, and it's like, it's like winter, and you got the bed wrap, you got the sheets wrapped around you tight. That's what I want to do, just get
0: sucked into the bed. <laughs> but, hey, ask. Would you have preferred if the bed had spit Johnny Depp's body, body back up? Yes. Because they had filmed that, and they didn't put that in the film.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I I wouldn't have wanted my bed to treat me like a garbage disposal, but yeah. that's basically what happened. His mom comes in, sees a fountain of blood just pouring out, probably more blood than's in the human body, but... Yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, she screams, and,
0: mm-hmm. you know... Oh, and when, uh, oh my god, when, like, the coroner and everyone's over there, one of the medics is like, you don't, (laughs) is like, you don't need a stretcher, you need a mop." It's like, these guys, yeah, there's no, like, respect of, like, anyone in Springwood. It's weird. (laughs) No, no reverence for, for grief at all.
1: No, it's just, um just an everyday thing murder whatever
0: yep yep that happens all the time over here in springwood that's why we're so uh desensitized to it although to be fair that is like the third casualty in like two days Mm-hmm. fatality bane wins
1: yeah um actually freddy krueger's in the mortal combat game
0: he is yes yes yeah. he's been in. actually yeah Uh,
1: so Nancy's plan is, uh, she rigs up some booby traps in her house and then asks her dad, the cop, to come into the house in 20 minutes from now to wake her up. So she falls asleep. I don't think I, well, I'm, I'm, eh, maybe not. I was going to say, if I'm sleep deprived, maybe, but she just like falls asleep. I don't know if I could fall asleep that fast knowing I'm about to encounter a serial killer. By the
0: way, and we didn't talk about it, and I wish we did, but we'll do it now. Um, when she gets that call on the phone after the phone line has been disconnected, it's like okay, this kind of creepy. She picks it up for some reason, and I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. And the phone's all of a sudden just got Freddie's tongue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it, like licks her ear. Yep. Yep. Um
1: uh, So yeah, she she falls asleep and Freddy shows up, but the booby traps do seem to work a bit. She's uh even sets them on fire and traps him in the basement again.
0: Yeah, she does. She okay, so when he gets I believe yeah, he gets set on fire and this was around the I wrote the timestamp down for myself so I can go back and see it at any time. But on HBO Max, around the one hour, 22 minute, 30 second mark, Freddy, you know, gets caught on fire and he lets out the most feminine scream I think I've ever heard before. <laughs> I didn't catch
1: that, but that's good. Yeah. Uh, so, OK, this is this is where my questions start to come. OK. So Freddy's trapped in the basement on fire. Nancy's calling out for her dad across the street. Yes. Yes. And her dad's like, eh, maybe I'll go across the street to help my daughter. She's crying for help. Yeah, I'm not sure. Eh, maybe. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, if you're a parent and mm-hmm. you're and you're like across the street and your daughter's out the window like screaming, "Help me, dad!" and he's just like, eh, I don't know. Should I? I was, well, just, okay. I, was, here's, I was dumbfounded.
0: I, like, what is happening? Why is he being a dick? Here's my fan theory. Um, the last 15 to 20 minutes, so when she goes to bed to, you know, try and get Freddy out of the dream world, she didn't. Like, this entire last 15 minutes, in my opinion, is all a dream. Maybe Nancy's a bit of a lucid dreamer, you know, and <laughs> through weeks of trying to avoid sleep, maybe that's, you know, kind of just become a thing. She's a, a touch of a lucid dreamer. So she she has a little bit of a control. Not much, but a little bit. That's why she's able to get a little bit of the drop on Freddy. Um, as such, I think this is just, you know, just her not being able to control that sort of thing. And we'll talk about it, by the way, because Marge is in the bed and Freddie runs up there. Yeah. Or Don goes up to the. Don and Nancy go up to there to try and, you know, put the, you know, take care of it. And so Don finally puts a sheet over it. And all of a sudden, it just. Her body and Freddie just go under the bed. She's dreaming. Yeah, the bed's like glowing. She's not out of the dream world at all. She's still there.
1: Yeah, so I couldn't figure out if she was dreaming or not or yeah. uh, if when she was calling to her dad, if that was in a dream. And... Still in a
0: dream. So, yeah, it was because, yes, yeah, she's still in a dream.
1: And okay. even so, on... the, so you're saying the dad was hesitant, but it wasn't the real dad. It was the dream dad.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying.
1: Yes. Okay. Again, I, but I don't... But the real dad I, doesn't actually come in and wake her up, does he?
0: No. No, uh, That that's a whole other thing, like... um, he was supposed to do for 20 minutes. Okay, yeah, I don't know. It's... Well, she never got out of the dream world. But yeah, no, 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 because Don, throughout this entire movie, has basically just been kind of humoring his daughter. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, (laughs) like I said, we're definitely still in the dream world, because as we see, you know, that body goes into the bed. What? And here's a bit of a callback, by the way, because Don leaves, and Nancy's just there in the room by herself. Freddie comes out of the bed, and taking Glenn's advice from earlier on, you know, she takes away that energy that she gave Freddie. She says... I take away every bit of energy I ever gave you. You're nothing. You're shit. And she just walks out of the door. Um happy ending, I guess.
1: Yeah, well he lunges at her and he just disappears.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she took away the energy from the dream monster. Um that should have in my opinion, that should have been where they rolled credits. Agreed. Or they should have changed this ending up agreed uh, now I have no idea what the hell this was here's the uh the ending that we get nancy goes out of that door and she opens her front door to go to school and mm-hmm. there's glenn in the driver's seat there's rod there's tina there's her mom who by the way here's your first hint this was a dream she's like you know what I'm just not drinking anymore. I don't feel like it, folks. So you think this how... was a dream too? Uh yes. Clearly, this was a dream. Um, that is not how alcoholism works. You don't just no. Nah, I'm good. All right.
1: Well, was this uh, Marge's dream
0: then? Uh, this still Nancy's dream, in my opinion. Okay. Um, let's see here. After this, Nancy well, they get in the car. In the car. All of a yeah. sudden the convertible hood or the, the roof comes up over the car. It's got a red and green little thing over it. Yeah. Pattern stripe. Mhm. And the windows close locked, lock. They're all screaming. And the car drives off and Nancy, or pardon me, Marge, pardon me, a dummy. Oh, that is God. supposed this to be Marge. Was bad. This it was so terrible. Bad. I love Elm street. And this was terrible gets pulled from the from the uh, glass part of the door and a
1: uh, uh, mannequin.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. One two Freddy's coming for you jump rope girls and that's the film. Here's what I would have changed. You know, I'm not I'm not too upset with most of that ending. I get rid of the I get rid of the marge dummy. This could have easily
1: been a stunt woman. Like, how could they. It's not that big of a stunt. You just just strap a harness to the person's back and then wheel them through the hole.
0: Look, this was a small budget, dude. That's not a big stunt. Either way, here's what I would have done I keep most of this ending. Mm. Get rid of the Marge dummy. Yes. I don't have them. (laughs) I have them drive off to school. But I have one of them, you know, it was Glenn in the driver's seat, right?
1: Yeah. All their friends are alive. That's another clue that's,
0: mm-hmm. you know. I have Glenn in the driver's seat, and he decides, you know, we're going to put the roof up over the thing. We see a little bit of the red and green tint. You know, it's just kind of in the background. We don't really, you know, it's not really, like, in your face. Okay? They drive off. Happily ever after? Maybe. Marge is, you know, still waving him off. And then we just get a sly, shit-eating grin. Jump rope, girls. Roll credits.
1: Yeah, I would have wanted something just to show that Freddy's not actually dead. Exactly. The dummy looked terrible. Even in 84, it would have looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so obviously a mannequin. Like, mm-hmm. And, again, if you just strapped a stunt person to a harness and just pull them through the door, that would have been fine. Like, why couldn't yeah. you just do that? Uh, yeah. But yeah, something that says Freddy's still alive, it's all you really need. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that I would agree with Mar- you. It's just it's just something getting- to show he's still alive.
0: Yeah, getting that smile from Marge tells us like, oh, that's, is that Fred?
1: Well, yeah, and also the fact that like
0: the car is driving off and the people inside are clearly panicked and Marge is just like, oh, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I wouldn't have had them panicked. I would have had them driving off and not thinking anything of it. And just gone from there. And, folks, that was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Eddie, I already know what I'm going to give this. So I would like to hear what you would give this on a scale of 1 to 10. Well, it w- And you know. I would, by the way, I would recommend Please Grade on a curve. Uh, yeah,
1: a horror movie curve.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: Um. So... I, I will grade on this curve. It would be higher... The last 15 minutes were a little confusing. I wasn't sure the whole dad plot was confusing. Mm-hmm. The the final 20 seconds of the movie, that dummy really takes you out of it. Like, it's it's laughable. And that's, that's not something that you want in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give it an 8. Could have gotten an 8.5, maybe even a 9, if uh, they polished up the ending a little more, but... It's a good score, I think, you know?
0: Well, I am... Wow, I am glad you really liked it. I... I, Glad you saw it. Glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to give this... And I would give it a 10 out of 10, but that ending, dude. That ending and some of the unintentional cheese earlier on with... By the way, when Fred is chasing Tina and he's kind of running all clumsily, it's like, is that meant to be funny or... What? But... (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Again, like I said, favorite slasher movie, one of my favorite horror movies. 9 out of 10 to Nightmare on Elm Street. And I look forward to reviewing. What are we doing next week? It's Shining. The Johnny. Shining. The Shining. Yeah. And Eddie, I think with that, we can get out of here, right?
1: I think so. I'm sure you have a quote to choose from.
0: Oh, a lot so, of them. So many. But, folks, real quick, also check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, to quote Freddy Krueger, after he comes out of the bed of Marge Thompson. He says, such a a badass quote, because there is a grammatical error in there, but sometimes grammatical errors can, like, increase the badassness of a quote, in my opinion. And I know badassness is not a word we know what it means but uh to quote one Freddy Krueger what what'd you say
1: I said we know what badassness means it doesn't have to be a word
0: absolutely yeah I
1: thought your quote from Freddy was what and I'm like that he didn't say that
0: that's the quote quote. no what uh... what (laughs) what (laughs) no that's not it um to quote Freddy Krueger you didn't think he was gonna get away from you did you